action. <laughs> All right, what is up, everybody? Uh, welcome to GC Podcast number six. Yes, we are on a roll here. Bring it. <laughs> um, today we are going to be talking about something um, pretty special and dear to both of our hearts, um, or growing towards that, anyways. Um, which is serving, um, serving others, serving, um, you know, with a, with a, having a servant's heart, um, putting others before yourself and, uh, just what we think about that. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Um, but before we get into that, I'm joined by my father. Hey, I'm Nate. Like usual. Yeah. <laughs> this is generational conversations. He's the father. I'm the son. Yeah. Hey, this is super fun. Enjoy uh, having some conversations with you with the the mic wide open, Grayson. Thanks for the the great topic of serving tonight. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's jump into, I want to ask you to start off um, either in your opinion or just a general definition of what is serving or having a servant's heart kind of. Mm, yeah, really good question. Um, I'll actually answer with both. How about that? I, I found an awesome definition that was a written definition on service. This comes from a theologian, actually a Swiss Reformed theologian. His wow. name is Karl Barth. He was born in the late 1800s and lived until the late 1960s. So uh, in the modern era, but he says this about service. He says, in general terms, service is a willing, working, and doing in which a person acts not according to his own purposes or plans, but with a view to the purposes of another person and according to the need, disposition, and direction of others. Hmm. So you can hear uh, the the Swiss Reformed theology in his definition, <laughs> yeah. a very formal definition, but... Uh, you can also hear the the modern take on that. Um, you know, serving is really getting outside of yourself and focusing just on what you want or you need. Um, getting outside of that and looking at the world from other people's perspectives and identifying what other people need or want and helping to supply that for them or with them or to them um, in a unique way uh, so that um, you're focusing on them instead of yourself, just getting outside of you and uh, working towards serving other people. It's uh, I think it's super important for us to, to do just that. Uh, when, we, when we focus inwardly, which is natural, like self-preservation, doing things so that mm -hmm. you preserve yourself so that you, it could be anything, you know, you, you, we have our own goals or we want to make certain amount of money or we want to achieve a certain level of status or buy a certain car. All these things that we have for ourselves, it'd be really easy to put our, um, our time and energy towards that. Um, but there's also a part of us and, um, there's a lot of people that very quickly when they focus internally, um, and focus too much just on themselves. When you go into yourself, it's, it's easy to get 
sad mm-hmm. or even depressed and start thinking, is this life really worth it? And a lot of that is just simply being over, overly focused on yourself. So I think one of the, the huge benefits of serving is it's an antidote for all of those negative feelings. When you get outside of yourself and start working or serving for other people, uh, you really, um, you take as much or get as much back as you would ever give to those that you're serving. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, you hit, whoops, (laughs) reminder. Sorry, my phone's going off. (laughs) Yeah. You hit all of the, all the definitions and the points and, um, I know that that's your perspective on it all too. Um, just right on the head, um, I really liked the last part though, and that's something that I think I'm slowly learning more and more as I am progressing in my own career or um, personal, you know, path like job and pursuing um, business things. Um, but something I'm learning what you talked about at the end there is that you get something so much more fulfilling out of serving others in a way that um, one they can't really serve you back in that same way and two the fact that um, when you're doing stuff for yourself you're building a career, you're doing something like for money or for um, love or for um, appreciation from other people or, you know, like doing things to please others. But when you serve someone else, you're taking all of that out of the equation and just completely loving on other people. And you're not doing it for money. You're not doing it to become something great. You're not doing it to become a higher rank you're just doing it because this person needs help and you have the time and the ability to help them hmm. and that's just something that is so much more fulfilling not that the other things are bad but when you do that i feel like the joy and the peace inside of us gets filled up so much more to then our perspectives going into our other work um is just like the creative levels are higher, the excitement is higher, knowing that like, um, and as long as you do it, you know, with the servant's heart and a, and a true heart, not just like, all right, I'm going to serve so that I can feel better. Cause like that can definitely happen, you know, like taking, wanting to take advantage of it. Um, but doing it with a true heart just leads to so much greater success and, peace and fulfillment and in our lives and I just have seen that especially in my life Um, because I would say and be honest like with you guys that I haven't felt necessarily like I've always had a super strong um, servant's heart I've always admired people with servant's hearts but I've struggled with understanding it fully and giving myself to it, like I just said, and having a true um, servant's heart for myself, um, and giving my time and money and everything up to somebody in need. Um, I'm like working on that and slowly getting better, but I don't feel like I've always had that. 
on the heels of that, let me just ask you a question because you had a pretty big experience this summer uh, over in Africa and um, spent a lot of time doing what you were just describing earlier in terms of serving people that can't serve you back in the same way or can't help you in the, the same way. Um, I know you came back with some pretty significant learnings about that that were different than what you expected. Um, mm-hmm. Can you share some of those thoughts and what you learned about serving there? Yeah, so I'm assuming you're talking about Africa. Did I say that? Uh-uh. <laughs> you went to Africa this summer. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I went, I had the opportunity to go to Kenya, um, Nairobi, Kenya in Africa this summer um, with a group of, I don't know, 20 or 30 other high school students. Um, and we basically served at um, a school out there that our church supports. Um, we hung out with kids. We taught them Bible stories. We played soccer, you know, just did fun things. I mean, we basically just hung out with them. But um, I think that's probably where I started to truly understand serving more. Um, and I don't really know how to fully describe it because I think in my head I'm still somewhat processing which is crazy but like um they were just so insanely grateful and like I feel like we could have like not because we did anything just the fact that we were there they were grateful like because they knew that we had to fly on three different flights over like two days just to get there and that to them meant like so much um and so it was just complete like acceptance and like um love for us um for giving up our time to come and spend time with them they were just so grateful for that to answer more of your question i think one thing that i learned um was and i feel like this happens on a lot of missions trips but as americans we go there thinking that we're You know, we go there with more of an entitled mindset, thinking that we're giving them something that they don't have, Um, whether that's Jesus or resources or something of some sort. Um, We go there thinking that that's what's going to happen. But then as soon as we get there and you see their character and their passion and their hope and their drive for life with the little that they have, you all of a sudden realize that they're giving you so much more than you could ever give them, you know? And they don't even know it because that's just the way that most of them do life, you know? Um, It's just with joy, with being grateful for what they have, with waking up with passion and doing what they can to feed their families, to let their kids go to school. And, I mean, some of the kids know the situation they're in, but, like, that's just where they grew up. But like the kids are just the smiles on their faces, the joy, like, um, and every action and everything they do is just, it was just incredible to witness and like just absolutely changed my heart seeing how little they have possession wise, but how much they have in their hearts. Hmm. And so I think that was just, um, crazy and i mean when i say that it doesn't seem like i necessarily served but to them i did way more than serving probably 
And so like, I don't know, it was, it was life changing to say the least. <laughs> yeah, it's super powerful just to hear you recount that. Um, I'm hearing you talk about uh, a couple of weeks that you traveled over to Africa and, you know, raising money and preparing for the trip and setting aside time and um, serving the people there um, through the mission that, that you were on. Um, but then hearing you talk about it in a way that um, your heart is still super full from that trip in a way that it never would have been filled uh, from a vacation, mm-hmm. from heading off to some place that you've just never seen before. Um, it's you got, like you said earlier, you got probably more than you gave while you were serving. Right. So I think there's some similarities. You, you said earlier something about you don't give to get. And it reminded me um, that there's a parallel between serving and giving or time and money. Mm-hmm. Right. When it comes to our, our Christian faith, giving and um, in terms of our time and our money are, are similar uh, with your money. You don't give or tithe your money with the intention of getting a bunch back. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes God provides resources for us when we honor him through the tithe. Uh, but it's definitely not a give to get mentality. Yeah. The same exact thing is true with serving and giving of your time. And you didn't go to Africa with the intent of getting anything, but you got way more than you ever could have imagined. So I think there's there's some serious benefits. It's, it's almost magic yeah. um, to give and to serve and um, to know that you're not doing it for the motivation of getting something back, but um, in the end, you end up getting more than you ever could have imagined. It's pretty powerful. Yeah, I, de- I definitely learned and witnessed um, the effects of giving up your heart fully um, and serving others. Um, I want to transition, though, into more of your perspective and some of your experiences with serving because you actually went to college um, for serving, kind of, or that was one of your, what, minors, majors? Uh, for my master's program, oh, yeah. my master's was in... Uh, essentially servant leadership through Ken Blanchard, who sponsored the executive MBA program I took through Grand Canyon University. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, sorry, I didn't remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyways, I want to just get your opinion or perspective on some a little bit different side, um, focusing on like servant leadership and some things that you've learned and put into practice and things that might even relate to your job at the moment as an associate pastor. Sure, you bet. Well, it, it definitely goes back even further than that. Um, I think when when people think about leadership, like the first thoughts of the boss or people in charge are just that. They, like, um, they have the position of manager or leader. They're the boss. They get to make the decisions. Um and if you go back a couple decades, bosses were trained just to make decisions mm-hmm. uh, based on numbers. And it was more of a management mentality than a leadership mentality. Um, you would make a decision based on what would make the most money for your business um, or uh, what would get the next deal done and move the business forward. 
with very little thought given to how it would affect the people within the organization. And in today's environment and what um, what I've learned through some of my training is way different than that. It is um, people before profits mm-hmm. and putting people first, um, prioritizing the team members in your organization and um, treating them well will help them to be able to be in a good spot to be able to treat your customers well. Mm-hmm. And when your customers are treated well, you have retention and um, you earn more money over the long term for your business and all good things happen. So it's more a long term perspective. Um, so what, what I learned, a number of things that I learned through my master's program and um, a couple of classes I took even before that around servant leadership and anyone that wants to do additional research. Uh, one of the, the main modern day thinkers on servant leadership is Ken Blanchard, who sponsored the master's program that I had done. So I had the privilege of being taught straight from Ken um, in four different residency, uh, four different residencies at his headquarters, um, how to be a servant leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of being self-serving, to be serving others. So my my leadership mentality is certainly to partner with those that I work with to help them be the very best in their roles that they can be. And um, as a result of that, um, prayerfully, that um, the entire organization is impacted in a positive way and all the people that all of the team impact um, are touched in a in a very impactful way as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a, a w- it's a different way of thinking about leadership than just being the boss, but putting those that you are leading before yourself mm-hmm. and serving them and humbling yourself and being what you need to be for them. It's, it's the difference in being a controlling boss, as you said, and telling people what to do to being a boss or a servant leader in this sense um, who leads others, who go, comes alongside others and doesn't just appoint and tell where to go, but rather leads and goes comes along like with the people that you're leading, you know? Mm, yeah. um, and I just wanted to say for everyone listening, um, personally, I've seen you do this um, in multiple areas, when, whether you were working at Wells Fargo, as you did for 25 plus years, um, and then now as an associate pastor, I hear you talking all the time about, you know, you have team meetings and leadership meetings meetings and stuff, and um, essentially you are a leader um, at the church, and you're a leader of um, or in the associate pastor ranks. Um, but I hear you talking about, yeah, I'm working with someone, not like I'm telling them what to do. Or I'm working for this person. You know, I never hear you use that language. It's just, um, yeah, we're working on this or we're doing this um, as a team. And so I just, I, I think that you, um, the learnings you've gotten over the years, you actually put into practice. And so that's it's cool to see for me. <laughs> yeah, Awesome. One other thing to highlight, um, Ken Blanchard has a quote that I wanted to share um, that is insightful 
about humility and serving and how they kind of work together. But he says, don't think less of yourself. Just think of yourself less, Mm -hmm. which I think just puts it just right. You're not less of a person when you're humbling yourself. You're not weak. You're not little. Um, You are just simply putting others in front of yourself, which means you're thinking of yourself less Mm -hmm. instead of thinking less of yourself. Kind of a tongue tangler, but it's <laughs> no, a good way I to mean, think it, about it. It puts it, it's, it's just a little phrase putting basically everything we've said um, and just wrapping it up, but so true. I mean, because serving isn't supposed to mean like, it isn't supposed to demean yourself. You aren't supposed to, like this says, think less of yourself. It's just thinking of yourself and your needs less, you know, because there's a certain part or there's a certain like point where like if we aren't taking care of ourselves to any extent and we're only living for other people, that's not good either. You know, that's not going to lead to anything better. Um, And so it's finding the balance of fulfilling yourself and building your personal relationship with Christ and using what God's given you to serve others hmm. that God wants you to or that God's put in your life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's well said. You need to lead yourself first before you can lead others or lead an organization. So it, mm-hmm. it happens in that order. Um, leading yourself means being aware of yourself and not necessarily putting yourself first. But um, knowing who you are, what your tendencies are, your personality is, how you interact with people, once you're fully aware of yourself, then you can lead other people and lead them well um, after you've um, become the person that you need to be Yeah. for them. So, yeah. Wow. Well said. Well, guys, this has been um, quite the amazing conversation. And this is something um, that personally I'm still learning a ton about. Um, I wouldn't say I have tons of knowledge, more just personal experience and some things that God has been doing through me and um, things that have impacted my life in in ways that I couldn't really even imagine. Um, But it was great to just get on here and kind of talk about what I'm learning a little bit and hear um, from my dad just on his perspective and learnings over over his years. But I think um, he's got some closing words for us and then we'll wrap up this conversation yeah this has been great for me too grayson um and you uh don't uh don't put yourself down at all you definitely uh, (laughs) you are a true servant you do have a servant's heart and uh, it's cool that you're um learning uh, more and more as you as you're living your life too but i just wanted to finish or close with um, a bible verse from philippians 2 verses 5 through 8 Um, This goes kind of quick, but it it really wraps up nicely what we've been talking about. It says this, Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider being equal with God something to be grasped, but he made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant. Being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Just a really good reminder of um, Jesus is our example of humbling himself and being a servant. Um, he was God. 
and he he became a man. Um, he he took his uh, his crown off and became a man, and didn't just humble himself and do a couple of dirty jobs, but he humbled himself to the point of death. Mm-hmm. So he's our example. If we can uh, just learn to be humble and serve as he did, um, that's that's our goal. So powerful. The perfect example. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, well, thank you guys for listening in. Um, I hope you guys maybe got something from this or maybe sparked some inspiration in you to get out and serve. I think we would both highly recommend it in whatever way you see fit um, for your life because... Um, it's definitely changed both of our lives, and I feel like it can do that for, for many other people. So um, do it if you want to. If not, it's okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's uh, all we have for you guys today. Thank you again, and uh, we'll see you next time. Awesome. Thanks, Grayson, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Peace. Out.